So we're we're doing Christmas music for the intro. Sort of has been a while. Has it? So, here's the thing. We uh, had a great episode recorded with Blake, and uh, mm. I don't know what happened, because the microphone only... Okay, here's what happened, actually. <laughs> what happened is that I bought a microphone, because I was like, we need two microphones. We're not three of us going to share one microphone. We did that with Rachel, and it didn't... Greg needs to stop moving my computer, I swear. Okay, we um, should just joke Blake, about. you said no one knows who Blake is? Mm-hmm. No one knows who Blake is. He's, they'll have to listen to the next next episode and find out. Oh. Yeah. Shouldn't we tell them what they missed, though? Leave them in complete bewilderment? Let me show you what you're missing. Walking well, we wombs. Could put, Walking yes, wombs. Ins- oh, God. Insert, there we go. Insert um, audio bits here from the unusable audio from that episode. So what happened was we had recorded... Three people on one microphone with Rachel, and I was like, yeah, we're never doing that again. Um, so I bought another microphone, and I, like, listened to tests of it, and I listened to, like, a podcast where the girl used that microphone, and it sounded really good. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, great. So I ordered it. It got here. I tested it. sounded great. Um, and then we recorded the episode, and then as I was listening to the audio that we had gotten from Blake on the new microphone... Um, it only picked up my voice for some reason, and then in subsequent tests, the same thing kept happening, and it kept only picking up my voice. So, I'm not really sure... It became fixated. Yeah, I, I don't really know why that happened, voice. but it happened, so there we go. It's because I, love happens. Yeah, At the so. randomest of times to us so. all, including the microphone. Yeah, so it was very upsetting um, because it was a good podcast, but we're hoping to have him on again, talk about something else probably. So would um, you say you didn't reciprocate the feelings with the microphone? No, I'm very upset with the microphone. Mm. I, it works fine on my voice. Like, if we ever need to do a sep, like, for some reason, if we have to lock down again or whatever... You can take this microphone and I can use the other one. And we can record that way because it works just fine on my voice. But literally, like, you were talking into it mm-hmm. and it was not picking up your voice at all. Yeah, it didn't like me. I don't know. Or Blake. Yeah, so I don't know. I just have the right frequency, I guess. I I feel like, though, my voice is probably lower than maybe... I don't know. Uh, tweet at us at Lily's Twitter. Let us know if you think my voice is deeper than... Lily's or not, because Blake's tweet, tweet. definitely is deeper than both of ours, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm, like, in the middle and yours is high in my, or I don't know Maybe is. yours is just a steady pitch, and then, like, mine is just all over the place. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's really irritating. So, um, yeah, we failed, but the good news is we have returned to talk about I Kissed Daddy Goodbye, finally. After <laughs> crying for it. several weeks. <laughs> yes. We've been teasing it for months now. I think we... Didn't we record an episode on it? Or was that the Modesty? It was the Modesty that one. That was the Modesty we might, one. We have mentioned it in several episodes. Yeah, we've referenced it, definitely. 
but we were like yeah we'll talk about that later when we finally get to ice kiss dating goodbye yeah, we, really, we really built it up for a long time didn't we yeah <laughs> so we're finally talking about it if we released any of those episodes <laughs> yeah who knows <laughs> we don't know <laughs> we had lots of episodes we had to uh not release um but speaking of unreleased episodes there might be a surprise coming out in the next few weeks from when you're listening to this it might be our season finale Woohoo! Or fin- finally, finally, finally. That was hard, Maria. <laughs> I didn't want to know what. The, the season. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we put out like eight episodes. Wow, so much work. Yeah. We did take a, we, yeah. Here's the problem. We recorded literally like five episodes that would not, so we would have had like 13 or 14, I think. Mm-hmm. If the Blake one had worked out, we would have had 14, which I think is a decent showing yeah. for like one season when we aren't committing to putting them out every week. So I don't know. But uh, for season three, hopefully it's going to be a little bit more consistent since we once again have <laughs> more of an idea. I feel like every season we're like, this time we really know what we're doing. Yeah. And, uh, it's not true. It's never true. <laughs> but I think we have grown a lot. Mm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and the pain uh, in our eyes, yeah. which you cannot see. <laughs> our viewers, unfortunately. Our can't viewers. See the pain in our eyes. Yeah, so. Uh, mm. Oh, excuse me. I feel like. So, we're going to take, like, probably won't put out any episodes during the month of October. And then, probably again around November. That will be our... Maybe um, do one or two. Yeah, one or two. And then after that, we'll probably be putting out a lot more because school is online yes. next semester, isn't it? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. Which will be horrible for all of my art classes, but... Seems weird. Like, do you know why they're doing that? Because this semester they were like, oh yeah, in person, but why... With the flu season or whatever, oh, they sure. figure it's all going to go downhill and everyone will be sick and we'll not even be able to tell who's got what anymore. Yeah. Which makes sense, honestly. Yeah, for sure. So, I feel like yay. any, like, the symptoms of COVID are, like, literally the same. I'm not, I, I want to clarify, I'm not, like, a COVID truther here. Hmm. But it's definitely, like, very, it can apply to, like, strep throat or flu or TB or, like, oh, yeah. just a cold. So, or just, like, food poisoning even. <laughs> so. It's true. It's, yeah, stressful times, I'm sure. So, next semester probably will be a little for you i don't know my i hopefully will still be working yeah so. yeah no i i hope so too i don't know maybe it won't be easier like. actually <laughs> who knows maybe it'll be more difficult we i don't know. know but um october is gonna be like our we'll all look like surgeons in our little face shields yeah. and masks and weird bunny suits bunny suit yeah that's what you do in like like um, from a christmas story no in like when my dad works at pharmaceuticals or whatever, and when you go into sensitive areas where you don't want to bring the fluids that you come in contact sure. with with you, when you go back outside, you put on, like, a bunny suit thing. And it's, like, this protective layer of, like, plastic and stuff. Oh. And it stops you from getting hmm. hurt by any weird substances. I was thinking, like, well, you said bunny suit. I was, like, thinking about... Stops you from tracking in stuff and like taking stuff. Have you seen a Christmas story Mm-mm. with a kid in the bunny costume? Oh, you haven't yeah. seen that? Okay, here's a question. How early is too early for Christmas to start? July. July? July? Yeah. Anytime after July, it's fair game. I think so. So here's what I think. I was talking about this with my roommate the mm-hmm. other day. 
today. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> they all blend together yeah, already. They do. Um, she was listening to Christmas music, and I was like, yeah, I feel like if you, we were like, if you start, like, August, you can play Christmas music during August, because you're, like, ready to be done with summer, ready yeah. for winter and Christmas and stuff like that, and it's things true. are starting to get stressful, so you're kind of, like, having this parasocial relationship with the idea of Christmas. But I think once, like... It's your mistress. Once you're... Once... You can play it into September until the autumnal equinox. Hmm. Until fall officially starts. Okay. And then once fall officially starts, you have to listen to fall music or Halloween-type music Mm. until, like, November 2nd, I would say. I think you can keep the fall Halloween until November 2nd. And then November is a nice... Actually, November is a great month because it's a nice combination of fall... And the Halloweeny stuff and Christmas, and it's like the perfect combination. Hmm. So that's my my theorem. So we can we have a few more days of Christmas. I don't. I'm gonna look up actually when the autumnal equinox is, and that's when we will officially not have Christmas music in our. Um, we should release a playlist of songs. Do you have do you so do you have music you think of as like oh this is fall? Does that like I don't know if anyone else does that because I'm like I don't. But I'm now very I really want to do with that. my music. I'm like this album. So like Owl City, I know you don't like Owl City. I mean, but once in a while. So I'm like Ocean Eyes. That's a very winter one's okay. album. Um All Things Bright and Beautiful, definitely late summer, early fall. Um the uh Midsummer Station clearly midsummer Hmm. um of june actually even though it says june i think that is a march album you play that during march you bump of june in march wow so anyway the autumnal equinox is september September 22nd i think so we can play we are gonna have christmas music in this podcast until september 22nd okay so as long as this comes out before like it's the seventh, like, 15 days before now. Yeah. If it takes me 15 days to edit this, I won't put Christmas music in it. But if it does, you'll hear Christmas music. So I'm really doxing myself on how long it takes me to edit these. <laughs> like bells or something? No, like in our in our theme song. No. It'll be like a fun remix, yeah. Kind of like Psych? Yes, yeah. exactly. Just like Psych. Because we're at that level of, you Awesomeness, know. yeah. Yeah, really, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but there's definitely autumn music to me that's like, this is very autumnal um Mm. so i would like like what uh okay so let's see like i said um the all things bright and beautiful album by owl city that's very autumn to me um the lumineers Mm, yeah either it's autumn or it's march yeah that actually Um, makes sense the let's see oh so are there certain instruments here that are, like, bringing these into the fall, I don't know. autumn type I'm deal? not sure, because these are all different genres. But if you listen to, like, riverboat music type style stuff mm. from the 1930s, that is very spooky and autumnal. You got the oboes, you have the weird pianos, anything that's like that, that's kind of, like, smacks at being spooky. The Harry Potter soundtracks, very autumn themed which i can listen to because i'm a satanist now so oh yeah, yeah. i forgot i i, I shouldn't be yeah. endorsing that on this christian show but yeah 
Um, we actually need to make a fake Satanist Bible and take pictures with it. That's a good idea. I think that would really represent our brand well. Yeah, it would. <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> let's talk about dating. How oh, is that about... what our podcast yeah, is Yeah, we're about? supposed to be talking about I Kiss Dating Goodbye. How do you feel about <sighs> dating, Lily? I've only done it once. It was a You've very... done it once? <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Crud. <laughs> I need a shot of espresso. Uh, espresso, really? Okay. I wonder what that would taste like with rum in it. Why would you put rum in? I don't know. I don't think that's a good combo. It'd to be, be quite weird. Honest. I don't really like alcohol in my coffee. It's never really. Is that a thing anyway? Oh yeah, Irish coffee. That's a big. That's a big thing. Interesting. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've only dated once. It wasn't a very enjoyable experience, so. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, that's, yeah. What do you think, like, in general, though, of it? In general, I think that if you're doing it right, then you... <laughs> doing it! Oh, God, I cannot speak... <laughs> If you are dating the right way, then it should be a good experience where you connect with someone on a personal level and get to know them really well. And I think that's all I gotta say right now. Yeah. Yeah. What about, like, growing up, did you, were you allowed to? (laughs) So my parents, they were like, well, we don't know what the heck's gonna happen when all of you grow up, but you're totally courting. Did that happen to anyone? Uh, no. Uh, no one. Did it? No. I thought it did. No one has courted yet. Didn't you? So your parents were like, courting, good, let's do that. Yeah, and courting's gonna happen. Oh, it's all Gregory. He, apparently we are, uh, my computer's on Greg's attack. bed right now, because he just decided He's to screening. sleep right behind it, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, yeah, there's like an open spot over there he could have laid down in, but no, he had to lay right behind my computer. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. So no one, no one ended up doing that in our family yet. Okay. Ian has dated people, but he just takes people out for coffee, and then usually yeah. figures out that they're not compatible. Yeah. And it's like okay, right, not wanting to continue. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't sure. introduce them to anyone because then That's it'd be probably, a big thing. You yeah. know, our family makes a big deal about <laughs> things. Right. You're bringing a person home. Yeah. Like they tried to not make a big deal of about my thing, but mom was definitely very weird. Yeah. When I brought the guy I was oh, dating. Oh, because it was a girl, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brenda. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brenda yeah. was. I think they were probably upset about other things. Not a good person. <laughs> yeah, probably. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, but you never, like, got close. No one ever was, like, asking for your hand in courtship. Or yeah. Your okay. Hands. Fine. Um,. That happened several times, actually. So, did they ask you or did they ask your dad? Because I know that, like, in courtship culture, it's like, yeah, everyone always has to ask the dad, but I was always in a position where no one knew my dad. Oh, sure. So So sad. We love Steve. Steve. Yeah. So, no one really had the chance. I don't know if they would have. Well, no, they probably would have. Yeah. 
It was all film people. So, so they talked to you, and you were like, uh, nah. I mean, I called a couple people out, because I really didn't want to do the whole song and dance routine. Oh, like the before stage when you're... When they're paying like, a lot of t- attention to you, and you know what's coming, and so you just want to get it over with and reject them, <laughs> yeah. because it, it, you really didn't want it in the first place. Sure, yeah. It. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, but... <laughs> what i'm rolling with the it no it's doing it it's the doing it's Want the combination it, it. it's the same thing no i don't that was funny <laughs> you're just like it that's good that's a good bit bit haha <laughs> wow just make everything really like so awkward yeah yeah so sure okay yeah i I don't really know, like, my parents, okay, so, like, right now, mm-hmm. I'm not. You have several siblings that are married. Yes, so. I do. Two, actually. Um, that can be several. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, like, personally, I am, like, my perspective on dating is I'm just, right now, I'm more like, I don't know, there's not anyone in my life who I'm super, I, like, I'm really trying to be, have good friendships and focus on that because, I don't know, I just know that, like, everyone's gonna get married and So, have you ever dated before? Yes, uh, for, like, like, um, I don't know, like, a month or two, this guy I met on a missions trip. Mm, Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, uh, then, it was long distance, so, not for me. Like, I can't, unless I knew that person for a long time time already, I was, like, could not, I couldn't do that because Mm -hmm. he wanted way more, like, attention than I could, like, give. And I was just, uh, just doing my thing. And he was like, why don't you ever talk to me? And I was like, well, because I'm busy. Sorry, I don't care that much, I guess. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I've had, like... I don't know. I haven't even really had too many, like, uh, of those situations. I'm just not, like, I'm a very, um, acquired taste, as they say. (laughs) Um. Wow. The guys, I think, who have liked me in the past generally tend to be, like, really douchey. No offense if you're listening to this and you liked me. Sevens or whatever. If you're listening to this. And you liked me, you probably aren't one of those people. I probably just didn't know that you did. But I doubt it. Because, again, I'm a very acquired taste. No, just, like, um, I don't know. Something about, like, the other thing is, I don't know, flirting, like, I think I'm just kind of a mean person. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, mean to my friends, which I should, I should need to work on that, I know, but... That's, that's how I've always been, yeah. and I think people read that as, like, flirting, flirting when I'm, like, this is just how I, like, treat my friends, and there's, like, I want to try to connect with people, Being so I always think I'm, or, yeah, yeah, I always think I'm doing such that's a great true. job, I'm, like, wow, I'm really vibing with this person, and then it's been, like, oh, they're actually a jerk, and they actually think I'm into them, <laughs> oops, <laughs> so... No, I'm trying to focus, right, I don't, like, I know everyone's going to get married soon and leave me, so I want to, like, make sure that I get time to, like, be friends with people, um, before I worry about 
that stuff if I do worry about that stuff because I don't know it's just not really for me it's too much yeah to worry about oh it's like too much to think about like if you especially you know when you're in that oh do they like me do I like them how who's gonna I hate that like that's just so like I don't think I hate it in the moment but I also do you know it's it's unhealthy and you get so like focused on that so I usually just ignore that now that's what I do which probably not the best choice but (laughs) I just I just want to be friends with people I think that everyone should just be friends with me so that said, like, dating usually gets a really negative rap. I mean, even yes, in my Yes, if you didn't family, know in Christian culture, <laughs> if you're listening to this and somehow you didn't know, it's not very oh no well looked upon. Everyone's like, you're dating. Oh, okay, I see how it is. Wow. <laughs> you didn't sinner. watch Veggie Tales when you were a kid, did you? <laughs> you didn't memorize you never, Bible verses. <laughs> yeah, you didn't memorize full episodes of You probably of wear crop tops, too, I guess. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Oh. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> it really is. It's a First slippery you're, slope. you're not watching VeggieTales, then you're wearing mini skirts, and then you're dating someone. And shorts above the knee. Oh, no. That yeah. aren't Bermuda shorts. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So. It's horrible. I, I don't think, I think in the, I would say that in the culture we grew up in, which is like conservative evangelicalism, that's how it is. Because I'm sure in other, any conservative, I guess, part of Christianity, that's probably true. But I feel like we're a dying brand, Maria. Like, you walk into church these days in, like... A dying brand? Yeah, like, the old... There are still, like, several churches yeah. that are, like, the old-type church. Yeah. Old evangelical-type church that we went to, and we had several in- different influences in the church that we went into, so... Yeah, I don't know. I Like, you walk into church these days, and everyone's wearing those mini skirts and dating. Are you talking about mini skirts, or are you talking about dating? Both! <laughs> okay. Because we're just vibing on it. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I don't know, like, um, I'm not in touch with the teenage scene. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm not really in touch with the teenage scene. Bad Gregory! <laughs> right now. <laughs> So I don't know what it's like for them, but I have noticed, like, because I teach the, I teach a homeschool drama class, and I have noticed the high schoolers seem, I don't know if it's because they're, a lot of them are, like, younger siblings in their family, they're, like, the third, fourth, or fifth, um, not all of them, but some of them who are, like, allowed to date Mm. are that way. Yeah. And then some of them are just, their families are just not, like the same culturally as mine was growing up Mm. so I don't know how it is now so we're just reflecting yeah that's the disclaimer here is that we don't want to be like this is how it is right now but like reflecting on how people of our age who grew up with like yeah how this might impact and also if people do still take it seriously how it could impact them we're not like ascribing this to every it's true every parent who doesn't want we can only talk about what we've seen, really. Yeah. Every parent who doesn't want their child to date. to date. I don't know how it is now. It'd be interesting to find out. But I don't know. It feels like a different culture. Yeah. I think it definitely is. I think there, there were a lot of um, culture war type movements that happened back then that mm-hmm. are not as big now, I guess. Um, and also, I think there's a big homeschooling boom as well, which might have something to do with that because that's really about we don't want to do things the way that the world does and uh probably 
if you are not that concerned about that, you probably also won't be that concerned about dating, about, like, school. You won't be that concerned about dating. I don't know if that made any sense, but... I mean, maybe. I don't know. So, when I was, like, middle school, high school, this book was really popular at the church that I went to. And it's yeah. called I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Everyone told me I should read this. Like, yeah. You know, everyone. Old women. Young women. Oh, there are Bible studies about it everywhere. Yeah. Well, this guy who I went to church with, who I liked at the time, was, like, really into it. So I was like, oh, I'll read it. Uh, mm. And I read it, and I was like, mm, I don't know. Even though the guy you liked liked it? <laughs> yeah. So I'm an independent woman, which means I'll never get married, you know, as yeah, a Christian. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's but- why I became a Satanist, actually. Mm-hmm. So you have a better chance that way. Of marriage and yeah, independence. Yeah, they don't care yeah. about that. They just care if you uh, worship the devil or not. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, it was written by Joshua Harris, who was the son. Shoot, I have to look this up. Cut this part out. Wasn't he a mega church pastor? Greg Harris. Joshua Harris was the son of Greg Harris, who was, yes, a pastor um, and a professor. And he, yeah, he did a lot of culture war type stuff, homeschool. He influenced um, that a lot. Yeah, homeschool stuff. Um, he was very influential. But Josh and his brother, Eric, did this um, tour that was called Revolution, I believe. And I think my older siblings went to it. Oh, okay. Um and it was about, like, being a teenager and being a Christian, but also being in the world and, like, how you should live and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. It was supposed to, like... And I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about, like, that movement or what they were trying to, like, do. So, yeah. I... Well, it could have been great. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, but, yeah, my... So, I remember that. And then after that, he, like wrote this book, and it got super, super popular really quickly. And he actually became, like, a pastor of this megachurch when he was, like, 18 or 19. Oh, that's a nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) We'll come, we'll circle back to that. Um, But, yeah, this book got really popular, and so the message of it was dating bad, courting good, marriage good, but dating bad. So Mm. what's courtship? Do you want to define what courtship. you understand courtship to be? Uh, for me, like, I guess a lot of the terms that we talked about growing up or in the church or whatever were courtship was supervised, like, interaction with someone that you are interested in and that is interested in you. Often you would just be, like, gr- in a group friends with the person and the person would figure out they liked you and if they decide they wanted to get to know you more they would go to your dad if you're a girl they would go to your dad and ask permission to get to (laughs) know you if they're a boy and you're a girl you have no say in the matter let me just say (laughs) but we'll circle back to that as well (laughs) yeah basically so he would go to the dad and ask if he could get to know you better and if the dad said yes then he'd come over for family dinners and just hang out with the family a lot and you guys would hopefully get to know each other and one day get married yeah and this is all all of the interactions that you have are chaperoned 
by someone in your family. Yeah, but... You cannot be alone together. Some yeah. people... there's I've seen variations where it's very strict of, like, you can't be in the same room together. You can't, like, take a walk somewhere together. You can't be in the same room together? No, like, alone. Sorry. Okay. I was <laughs> no, like, yeah. how? Like, you're in the kitchen, and he's in the dining room. You're just, like, yelling across... No, alone together. Like, you can't yeah. take a walk. You can't even, like, go take the trash out or something. Yeah. Because you might have sex on your way to the trash can. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, sure there's been weirder things happening. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, it's very chaperoned and very, yeah. Some variations are not quite as, like, intense. Mm-hmm. Um, some are more like the parents are involved in a lot of the planning that goes on, but they're allowed to, like, go off by themselves or go on, like, a double date or something, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that. But there's, like, time limits of, like, oh, you guys can go on your picnic, but it has to be lunch, and you have to be back within, like, this amount of time, and you have to tell us exactly where you are and blah, blah, like, yeah. So there's variations on, like, how strict it is. Um, So I will say, when I was reading the book... It was interesting to me because when I read it even the last time, like, a year ago, Mm -hmm. I was, like, I didn't realize that, like, every example of a bad relationship that had, like, resulted in something, you know, people getting hurt Mm -hmm. was, like, between two high schoolers, Mm. which I'm, like, okay. Like, reading it last night, like I did, I was, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like, teenagers, you know, we don't. When we're at that age, we don't think things through, Mm. like, very much at all. And you're not necessarily, you know, the empathy's not all there. The consequences of, like, your actions are not all there. So, like, not that it's a good thing. I'm just saying it kind of makes sense that this, these situations would happen. Mm -hmm. So, I have to say, as much as I, I, I think the courtship model might be okay if you are... A teenager. The only problem with using it for your teenager is that I don't know exactly where it comes from, but there's so much pressure for it to succeed, mm. for it to end in marriage, that basically it's like the first person your son or daughter wants to date is going to be the person that they married. And like, yeah. that can happen sometimes. That's a lot. But for one, here, here's one thing I will say about the when you're like a teenager. Um, man, if, like, I, I was not a good-looking teenager. I'm, like, okay now because I know how to dress and do my hair and my makeup and stuff, but when I was in high school, I didn't really care about that because I, I was, like, getting, you know, four hours of sleep a night working, doing soccer, my school, trying to graduate high school in three years, like, Mm. I didn't care that much about, like, I did a little bit, but I, not that much, and now it's, like, something that I have taken the time to understand, like, how I can present myself in a way that is what I think is good, so, um, but in high school, I was definitely not put together, Mm. and not, I was not the kind of girl you would look at and be, like, I want to marry her. <laughs> like, you know, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, know I was mean. not that person. And so if, if that was like my only shot, if that had been my only shot, 
boy, I really was out of luck because I was a mess. I mean, I still am in a lot of ways, but not as visibly, you know? Um, I just was not the kind of person... And also my personality. Like I said, I'm an acquired taste, and I think that, you know, once we get to know each other, if you have the right... If we have compatible personalities, I can be a great person to be friends with or, you know, to date or whatever. Um, But, (laughs) like, off the bat... I was sarcastic, I was mean, my sense of humor was very, like, dark and not typical of, (laughs) you wouldn't be, like, interacting with me, like, be like, okay, she looks, maybe she's got a good personality, and then you would talk to me, and you're (laughs) like, no, I do not, I can't say that I want to marry this girl, so I never, you know, had that experience of, like, someone wanting to, being, going to my dad and be like, hey, I want to marry your 16-year-old daughter who is just a hot mess all over the place. If they had, then it would be very concerning, probably, because I had nothing appealing about me, other than certain physical characteristics that we've talked about before in this podcast. I'm talking about my nose. I mean, what? I mean... Oh, my God. I can't speak. How would a guy even... You must be pretty darn infatuated with that person to go up to their dad and be like... I think God wants me to, like, get to know your daughter. Yeah, it was the people who I knew who courted when they were in high school or starting college were the pretty girls. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm glad that they, you know, got, found love and were able to get married, and I'm glad that they're pretty and have good personalities, but not all of us us can be that way. Heather, like, that's just, that's fine. That's how people are. And so... Just like Heather. Yeah. So I, like, I get, if you're... I understand having those firm boundaries and wanting to be involved in your child's relationship when they're in high school because you Mm -hmm. don't want them to get hurt. You don't want bad things to happen. You want them to be supervised and be held accountable for things. Mm -hmm. But you, you have to find a way to do that without having all this pressure on them to be married because in the book he talks about how you should court with the intention of getting married. Mm-hmm. Not, you should court because it's a safe way to have a relationship and get to know somebody. But yeah. it's with the intention of getting married. And, like... It's a deeper blow if it's, like, yeah. Yeah, and if it fails, then... Plus they're kids. Like, yeah. why are we having our kids pursue marriage right off the Yes, bat? exactly. Like, a lot of people don't even know what they want to study in college. <laughs> Lily's fervently shaking her head. They'd just be like, oh... Yeah. I want a court now. Oh, wait. I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah. So. Looks like I'm getting married next year. <laughs> yeah. I haven't gone to college. Yeah. In the book, he um, he talks about the first, like, thing in the book is this dream that this girl had where it was her wedding day and, you know, she was walking down the aisle and she was <sighs> so excited and her her fiance was standing there at the end of the aisle and then this girl comes up beside him and and takes his hand and then there's this whole line of girls behind him and she's like "Uh, Richard what are these girls doing here I don't think his name was Richard but oh my god um what's a what's like a country boy name that oh man because the girl was Rachel yeah Rob or something Brock Brock what are all these girls doing here Brock and he (laughs) said Oh, they're just my, um, they're my old girlfriends or whatever. And it was, he's like, well, if you're marrying me, Rachel, then you're marrying them. And it was this whole thing about how, like, when you accept someone, you have to accept all of their, 
trauma and baggage, which is true in a way. It's still theirs to deal yes. with. Yes. If you get married to someone, though, I think that does, like... Yeah. Now you're a team. So okay, I understand the point that pile it all I, on you though. Yes, but the thing the thing is that that doesn't that's not how it works. Mm. You know, like the person I'm I don't want to It's okay. My mom once said <laughs> <laughs> Oh, tell me. <laughs> what did Stacy say? Oh, this is horrible. We'll bleep out some of this. <laughs> Please, I'm dying. Someone once said that when you sleep with someone, you sleep with every person that they've slept with. Oh, before. that sounds fun. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> Shut up. I'm down. Which uh, is a weird analogy. <laughs> I think they were just. Okay. I don't so, know. So, okay. I, I do understand. I agree that, like, when you're in relationship with someone, even as a friend, you have to deal with, like, you have to deal with. The ways that I've been hurt by my parents or, you know, things that happen at work or uh, old friends I used to be friends with. Yeah. You have to deal with that stuff. What hurts you hurts them type thing. Yes, exactly. But also we're adults. Yeah. And we can deal with that either by, you know, talking it over with someone we trust or going to therapy if it's something really, you know, that we need to go to therapy for. Whatever it is. We can work through that. And those things will probably still be there, but that's how life is. You can't go through life never having anything bad happen to you. Yeah. And I I think that's just, like, part of the whole sheltering thing, that parents do want to shelter their kids and they want to protect their kids from having bad things happen to them. Well... But my parents, I think, made it pretty clear to me that, like, that's not... You need to, like, prepare and enjoy being at home because that's when you have, like, the mental space to be able to build up, you know, your thought processes and mm-hmm. your values and the things that you believe in. That way, when you go into the world and you encounter those bad things, you know how to deal with them. Right. It was like, my mom would say, it was an equipping time yeah. for us. It wasn't like, this is how it should be. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is how it's going to be till you are ready to move out. And then, hopefully, by that time, you've learned all the strategies to deal with that. And I'm going to pause because I need a tissue. Yeah. Parents want to shelter their kids, and that's why the concept of courtship is appealing. But my rebuttal would be, are we sheltering children by, well, making them feel like they have to marry young? You know, right. marry the mm-hmm. first person that walks yeah. through the door because they look so good, and they're so nice, and they're so godly. And Yeah, it's that's like, what, let me pause. I'm sorry, I just have to say again, girls do not get a say in this. You can't, as a girl, go to a guy's dad and be like, I want to, you know... I, okay, there's you should maybe guys the guys should initiate. I don't know. I honestly probably I wonder that's what would true, happen. but I don't. You'd be cast out from the church. But also, the guy Your son is hot. The guy is basing this on physical attraction. Yeah, which is the thing that they usually. You, I mean, I'm sure that there's an aspect of like their personality too. But she said that one thing during prayer time. Yeah. It really touched his heart. Yeah, and I'm not saying that again. I'm not saying that people who have. I know great people who have, like, their relationship was that they courted, and now they're, like, have families and they have a good, stable relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's bad, even. I'm just saying kind of seems a little fishy to me. Anyway, continue. The reason what I don't know what you're saying. Sorry. Oh, I just <laughs> said that, I mean, yeah, kids should be prepared for other things, and I think promoting yes, courtship. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- 
explicitly, explicitly, whatever. Yeah. I think that, like, like, if you have... It's not for everybody, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not for everyone, for sure. I think if you have, like, for me, if it was my daughter, I guess, if I had a daughter and there was some guy who she liked and he liked her, I, I mean, I would definitely want to, like, you know, as teenagers, again, you don't make the greatest decisions and bad things can happen. You make bad choices. But also, I think part of it is it's on me as a parent to teach my kid how to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how to have self-control and how to be responsible and, you know, put instill those values in my kid. I do, I would probably do a lot of the, like, you guys can have this window of time. I think I would probably do that. Yeah, it's so like a young teenager. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, until they were like... Honestly, I don't know. I would depend on how trustworthy also that they were, too. Which yeah. I would hope that they would be trustworthy enough to... The partner or whatever? Well, or the kid. yeah, both, I guess, both. My yeah. kid, because I know how... It's hard to gauge sometimes, but... Um, I mean, if it was a girl or a boy... I'm not saying I would only do that for a girl. For a girl or a boy, I probably would be harder on a son, quite honestly, than I would yeah. a daughter, just because... I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I think sometimes it can be, it's a bigger struggle. Purity and that kind of thing is a bigger struggle for guys. But, but Maria. (laughs) Yes, Lily. Girls struggle with that way more than guys do. Struggle with what? Purity. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, we have all this literature and people always talk about, like. Oh, the allure. Yes. Your allure as a woman. The allure of women and how. Enticing, dating we are. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, Dana Grush is quaking. Um, uh, <laughs> ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, Should we even release that episode? No, sure I feel didn't. so bad for our Stay people. tuned for the season finale when you'll find out what we're talking about. Dana Grush. We didn't even explain the joke. I don't think we did. I feel so bad now. <laughs> it's okay. We'll leave it in. Okay. People love that kind of stuff, right? Tweet at us. Let us know. Um, <laughs> we should make a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we really should if we're going to keep saying so that. so sad. I have a Twitter. No one follows me there. And I tweet really funny stuff. Let me let me just tell you. Let me pull up my Twitter here and read some of my greatest tweets. You need the right voice to read these. It's my voice. I wrote them. No. Oh, here's a good one. You want to read this one? Boys who used to be homeschooled say, I know a spot, and then go home to their mother because that's the only female relationship they know how to maintain. (laughs) See, I'm really funny. Okay, end of reading Maria's tweets segment. Let's go back. All right. Okay, we're back to I Kiss Dating Goodbye and our commentary on how we have been exposed to dating in the past. Apparently not very well. I mean, I was... My, what I, what I'm saying is my main exposure was seeing girls who were really pretty and have good personalities, which again, I'm not shaming that, good for them, be the ones that got to court, which, like, here's the other thing, is being friends with a guy Uh is frowned upon. Yeah. Like, being too, interacting too much. Yeah, I have a story after. Oh, well, tell it. Okay, well, there was this. There was, I lived somewhere else a long time ago. Maria and I lived in very different homeschooling worlds. But in this homeschooling world, (coughs) the alternate reality of Lafayette, um, there was a girl and a guy who were kind of friends. I think that was the first relationship, quote unquote, 
that I really even like heard of or saw really as a relationship kind of but basically the moms of these two people always said that they were gonna marry each other and I think it started off as a joke but it became an actual expectation or whatever through the years and this guy was so mean to the girl. Like, they were friends or whatever. Oh. But he would just walk up and shove her to the ground. Oh, my goodness. And How, they were, were full-grown 17-year-olds. Dude, And I was him. just like, Take him to jail. what the heck? <laughs> like, I think I asked her once if she liked him. And I hope she said no. I think that she had just always heard her mom say, you know... Like, maybe it would happen. Maybe you will grow to, like, fall in love with him or whatever. And it was like, okay. And so I think that she expressed her mom's opinion more than her own. And I yeah. I think she hated him, honestly. Oh, no. She didn't hate him, but she just did not want to be, like, yeah. with him. And I, I don't know. She claimed they were friends, but I don't think she had a very big friend group. And so she was very isolated. Yeah. With this person, which was really sad. That is sad. So that was my first encounter with even, yeah. like, relationships at all. Yeah. And it was like, oh, this person is basically trapped and this other person's a psychopath that's borderline abusive. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. that's not good. Well, so I, seeing courtships in the church I grew up going to, again, a lot of them I that I saw were, like, they seem to be good and healthy, and I, you know, now, uh, I left that church, like, a year ago, mm-hmm. and I still would say I, like, looked up to them, and I thought that, think that their marriages were, like, some, you know, something to look up to, so mm-hmm. I did see it work, but for me, I was like, well, how do we, I don't know, I think I really, okay, so I really wanted to have lots of friends, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, I just, that was something that I wanted, and I, now that I'm older, I think that I, you know, there's some people who get along really well with guys, or some people who get along really well with girls, and I feel like I am about, like, equal in both, but I didn't have any friends who were guys until I was, like, 10 or 11, and one of the guys who we did uh, service trips with, Brian, he was, like, my first friend who was a guy, and it was never, like, weird, or, we were friends for, like, almost 10 years probably like good mm-hmm. friends but and it was never like weird I don't really remember ever like feeling like I had a crush on him there were definitely times when I was confused but then I would be like I think we're just friends like I don't think I actually like him and it was very confusing because I was having to like other than that relationship mm-hmm. which like if I had if he had been I was 10, so we wouldn't have courted, obviously. But if we had started, we are such different people now. I'm not, that's not a bad thing. It's probably a good thing. But we're very different people now. And, like, he's married and stuff, so, like, good for him. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be, it's so weird to think about, like, what if the first guy I was friends with, even, the first guy I had, like, a close relationship with yeah. outside of my family, I had to marry that person. Oh, yeah. Ugh, you know? No. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. and then, like, as I got older, it would be confusing because I was, like, I would want to be friends with a guy in the same way that you, you know, you meet, like, a girl and you want to be friends with her. Yeah. I had that with guys, but I thought that I liked them. So I was like, what's wrong with me? Because it was like every guy that I, most guys that I met, I was like, oh, I 
have a crush on them. I, and I was like, what's wrong with me? I'm like boy crazy. And then I realized <laughs> eventually, like, it's not that. It's just that I want to be friends with them. And you I, don't know what to call yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what to call that because yeah. it was, I didn't see, like, guy-girl friendships mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Like, I didn't see that modeled. And it was even discouraged because, oh, if you hang out one-on-one, then it's like you're dating. And then if you're dating, you might accidentally have sex. And mm-hmm. so it just, like... Or if you hang out one-on-one, you might accidentally have sex. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was so weird. And yeah. it <laughs> that attitude at my church ruined... Not ruined, but it kind of... It's pretty <laughs> tampered, obsessive. It tampered with a good friendship that I had. So, mm. or I don't know, it was a whole complicated situation, but it makes it weird, and I know that, like, uh, like Peter and Deanna, I don't think they listen to this, so I can mention their names. They mm. were really good friends. I don't think they ever, you know, liked each other, but people would, like, yeah. talk about them, because well, they, they would, would go have... about Matthew and Deanna, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah because they did stuff together all the time, like... Worship leaders together. Oh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you know what's happening that was here. when I was like in high school starting college like yeah. seeing that and I was like oh so we just can't be but you know I don't think that and I didn't yeah. I don't think I even agreed with it but it was like a weird like double think of like I want to be friends with this guy but I know that you shouldn't be friends with guys because you don't want to accident it, it, mm. like that's not the exact yeah thought tra- train of thought but in the back of your head it's like it's literally yeah. like you're if you, you hang, hang out one on one, you're going to have sex, and that's or bad. you're interested in yeah. this person, and you're sending them the wrong signals, and yeah, and you're going to be part of their baggage, or yeah. they're going to be part of your baggage, which is um, it's like yeah, laying claim, sticking yeah. like a flag <laughs> on yeah. someone when you're talking to them. Here, I'm talking to yeah. this person. Pay yeah. Them. So as like. As a teenager who was growing up in that culture, my parents weren't enforcing that, mm. um, but I was surrounded by people whose parents were enforcing that. That was yeah. kind of how it affected me, and it has taken a while to, like, unlearn in my brain, like, the signals of, like, honestly, I think, I don't think I've ever, I think I've had, a, like, maybe two crushes in my whole life. Yeah. I, I think, think the that. other stuff was, like, I just like you as a person, and I want to, like hang out with you and I didn't it was like last summer when I was working at that camp in Pennsylvania when I really like understood that because I got to be really good friends with this one guy yeah and I was like this isn't this I feel like I should feel bad but I don't feel bad yeah well you know Maria we're just asexual (laughs) yeah that's what it is (laughs) it's because you don't yeah I don't know well what do you think about the concept of baggage like how would you counter that I think that baggage is a real concept, but not in the way that some people think about it. Yeah. Like, if you're being physical with someone, or, like, really, really emotional with someone, and dumping emotions on someone, which you should not do in, like, any friendship. Sure. To a certain extent. Yeah, like, you you don't want to do that right away. Yeah. And if you're, like, just getting to know a person and you're, like, already going into, like, the deep emotional baggage, that's really wrong. Yeah, something's (laughs) something's up there. Yeah. And especially if, like, yeah, if you're being physical with someone, that is going to be baggage later. Yeah. Like, a kiss? No. I don't think it's a big deal. If you go farther than that. To you, it's not a big deal. I think... No. That is an important thing. I don't want to be too, like, I we've joked about, like, premarital, like, 
act or whatever. Yeah. I think some people do need probably to have stricter boundaries than probably. what That's true. I feel like I need. And some people feel like they don't need as strict boundaries as yeah. I would say that I have. I mean, people who have been trained their whole life that, like, uh, that they should get married or people that, like, have wanted their whole life to get married or yeah. whatever that think a kiss will lead to that, it's just, it can get out of hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unrealistic I mean, ideas I think, of stuff. But I don't think that there is a, you can only a hold set, hands yeah. or you can only side hug. I don't think that... God Everyone's does not different. say that in yeah. the Bible. I think that if you really feel like here's if you really feel like giving someone a frontal hug is going to cause you to sin, huh. you should not be you sh- you should either get that fixed or you just need to never yeah. you know, be in that situation, I guess. I I yeah, I I don't want to like yeah. I don't know, maybe some people just really struggle with like I think sexual get- temptation and those people I think I think you do need help, but you also, you know, you, if that, if that was, like, my partner, I'd want to be respectful yeah. of that, and so what I would think is okay to him might not be okay. Right. So, that would become That's a different true. boundary for, you know. But also, like, I think people talk about stuff, some things too much, like, yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, you're going to be, like, sexually tempted if you do X, Y, Z, and I don't... <laughs> but then you're, as a teenager, you're sitting there, and they're like, that sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> well it's like you're like putting it into the brain like yeah there's that idea and it's now in your brain so how can you separate the idea from like the action or whatever yeah. like i don't know about you but i accidentally stare at people's butts all the time <laughs> i mean all the time i'll be spacing out and i'll come to and i'll be like but it's not sexual it's just not but like i don't think i pay attention to anything ever so but, yeah, I see, yeah. You know, and if you're like, oh, I'm supposed to be feeling sexy right now, you're just <laughs> like, oh, I'm such a pervert. I looked at this person's butt, I spaced out at their butt, I have an evil heart. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I think that people often just, they talk about things so much, and they just, yeah. like, drill the concept home over and over again until it actually is a problem, where it wouldn't have been a problem before because all they had to do was not, Yeah, and, you know. um, so one thing I would say, and I think I said this with Girl Defined, the, the conclusion I kind of came to with thinking about all this stuff is that, like, okay, cl- clearly we can get, talk in a minute about adult you know, the implications of courtship in adult relationships. But mm. just talking about teenage relationships, like, you do yeah. need to have, like, boundaries and values. But one thing, one, um, jo- Joshua Harris was kind of taking on the role of what the parents should be doing. Mm-hmm. And he's 18 when he's writing this, 18, 19 when he's writing this book. Okay. He has had a few bad relational experiences. He's not mm-hmm. been married. He's not had kids. He's only 18. Yeah, he's doing the best that he can. I don't think that he's doing this with evil intent. I think he's doing the best that he can. But, again, I think that he kind of took on the role of what the parents should be doing, which Mm -hmm. is having those conversations with their kids and that kind of thing, which I guess my parents never really had that much of a conversation about it with me. Yeah, we It was mostly like, here, read this book about this. Yeah. And which I didn't I if they did not they questions. did not give me a kiss dating goodbye, I have to say. I 
that's good took that from the church library on my own yeah yeah they did not give that to me um (laughs) so I think yeah that that's a big thing um and number two what I would I remember when like I was in like senior high whenever we had girl time it was a lot of talking about boys and boys and and modesty and I was like can we like, eventually I was like, can we talk about something else? Like, I mm-hmm. get it. I shouldn't have sex with people. I shouldn't wear short shorts. Can we, like, move <laughs> on to something else here? But that's all we care about, Maria. <laughs> we don't care about the yeah, deep theological right. aspects here. Well, not even that. Like, again, like, like you said, people don't, people get that age and they might be in, like, a serious relationship, but they don't know what they want to, like, do with their life. Whether that's going to college or not, like, that's a little ridiculous. Like, not that it's wrong to be in a serious relationship when you're young, but, like, you should also be, you know, having some purpose and direction. If you don't know how to make decisions, you don't know how to think things through. Like, that's what they should be teaching. Yeah, my parents always said, just date once you get out of college, you know. Yeah. Or if you want to have a relationship, do it out of college. Sure, yeah, because... Well, especially high school, you have so much... Like I was saying, yeah. I had so much other stuff I was focusing on. Oh, yeah. Like, it would have been so bad if anyone had shown interest in me, because I would have been, like, overwhelmed with, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, same. Yeah. So, I, like, I think that we need to do better. I, again, I don't know how it is now. I don't, maybe that's changed. But mm-hmm. I wish that people had done better for me of, like, not just always talking about sex and modesty and purity yeah. You know, I wish that we had talked about other stuff than just that because I feel like that would have been more helpful to me, would have been more helpful to other girls. I was lucky with, like, college and stuff. I knew what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. and I did it. But a lot of people don't, and you are like, well, I thought I'd be married by now or whatever, and you're not, so. No. <laughs> you to, yeah, I wanted to be so bad. How dare yeah, you Yeah, and if we, again, knowing how to make decisions about – being able to think through what are the consequences of this choice that I'm going to What make. are the consequences of marriage? There are consequences. <laughs> no, that, well, that's not what I, I mean, like, in dating. So if you're a teenager and you're yeah. dating and you're like, oh, let's go to a drive-in movie, you're, that could be innocent, but also it could be <laughs> not innocent, and you have to think through that and yeah. make that decision for yourself. That's why you prepare your kids with all sorts of things. Like, like sticky shockers. Oh. <laughs> Our brains went two different places. <laughs> yeah, they really did. Um, yeah. No, I, like, thinking through, building critical thinking skills, I think, is more important. Yeah. Than, yeah. So, and helping them figure out what they want to do by preparing them with enough material to be able to know themselves by the yeah. time they're 16, you know, ish. Yeah. Have a rough draft. Yeah, and, yeah, like, have some understanding of, and also, like, Knowing about, like, your yeah, your hormones helpful. and stuff and how, like, because I knew about that and I was like, yeah, I probably am not making the best decisions in my life when I was, like, 15, 16. I didn't know anything. I thought, like, I had that thought, but I still yeah. look back and I was like, wow, what was I thinking when I did this thing? Yeah. And even though I was, at the time, I feel like pretty self-aware, I still mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff where I was like, why? What? Why? <laughs> like, looking back, I'm like, huh? But why? For what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. So that's, that's the, uh, that was my thoughts on, like, the high school aspect of it, because I think that, again, Joshua Harris was, like, 18 when he wrote it. Yeah, but fast forward, they're, like, 
Are we going to talk about the fast-forwarding of this scene? Yes. Yeah, okay, that's what I was about to transition to, actually. Cool. Could I actually do my... that? Go right ahead. Fast-forwarding, we see a completely different picture of Joshua Harris, and it's really sad, actually. And it hasn't turned out well for him, and he's 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 divorced, divorcing, has completely rejected Christianity, which, like... Being shoved into such a powerful role at such a young age yeah. and feeling like he has to be all grown up. Like, P- PKs, pastor's kids, haha. <laughs> I feel like they go through so oh, much I mental... Oh, I thought that was penalty kicks. Oh, wow! <laughs> okay. Like, they just experience so much emotional... Pressure. pressure. There's so much pressure, yeah. yeah. It's horrible. And, well, like, then leading people... Yeah, he was a pastor at the age of, like, 19 or that's 20. That's wrong. It's crazy. No one yeah. should, like, put that on someone. Yeah. Um, and so, when we were prepping for this, I watched the documentary. Did you watch that? Oh, no. No? No. It, it's not really worth it, but oh. someone made a... In, like, 2016, someone made a documentary. It was, like, a friend of his made a documentary. Documentary, in air quotes. Um, it was basically just a bunch of shots of him staring magnanimously out into the ocean and trying to seem oh folksy God, and relatable. Um, and being like, well, you know, there were some good ideas in that book, but I'm just really sad that people misinterpreted it. Oh, yeah, that was the... Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, like, rejecting the book and stuff. Well, but not really. He... he was not really rejecting the book. He was rejecting oh. people's interpretations of the book. But But still he's... standing by the book, but now he's not. So yeah. I listened to some podcasts that... We're, like, 2017, like, before he mm-hmm. left the faith, about, you know, him him talking to whatever podcast host it was, and one thing I was, like, I didn't know that he had become a pastor so young, and he was saying, like, I was just surrounded by people who just told me yes and never, like, questioned me, never, yeah. you know, and I was giving advice to people as, like, a young hot-headed like Mm -hmm. idealistic 18 year old who thought I knew everything because everyone was patting me on the back and telling me oh "Oh, great job all the time oh yeah and like of course that is going to lead to like disillusionment later on in life and it's really awful it's very sad and I hope that he I hope that he can like find his way the quotation though for him like saying that he wasn't a Christian was really interesting though yeah because he was like I just don't think by all of the standards I have been given to measure a Christian, I don't measure up. Yeah. And therefore, I i don't know how to pursue, like, faith anymore. Sure, yeah. Which is, like, really demolishing because yeah. here he is and he has been, like, battered his whole life with yeah. all these things. And now he just can't, Yeah. like, figure it out. Yeah, anymore. he, like, fell kind of from being up on a... Yeah. A pedestal. Not that he should have been, but... No. Unfortunately, that's what happened. Yeah, it's, uh... It is sad, and I... Honestly, I feel for him, and I don't really think that he was, like, malicious you, about it. You shouldn't have to live up to someone else's standards yeah. for Christianity. Yeah, and that young, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even want to be writing a book about, like, here's how you should do this thing now. Like, I wonder if people are just telling him that he's not a Christian because he's divorcing his wife. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It'd be, I couldn't find any recent stuff. Well, I, I think I found a few, but I didn't listen to them because I was trying to listen to the ones that were more close to the documentary when it came out. But mm-hmm. I do not recommend the documentary, but documentary. But on the website, we'll post some links to the podcast that I listened to if you're interested um, for further research. If not, I totally understand because that's pretty weird. Um, 
I was literally listening to podcasts, just random podcast episodes for like a week wow. about like him talking. When it was only like three, but it took me a while to get through them. Okay, um, yeah. I think but, yeah, that would hurt just, my brain too much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then a lot of people came out around that time, 2015, 2016, oh, yeah. saying how yeah. it had damaged them. And it, some of it was relatable. I don't think I was like that damaged. I would say the worst thing it did was the worst influence on the culture that it had was that I didn't know how to be friends with guys. And I also yeah. felt like, well, um, no one's ever going to want to just look at me and decide they want to marry me. Mm. So I guess I'm just ugly and I'm doomed to be alone forever, <laughs> which was great on top of the issues that I already had with like self-esteem and everything. Um, cause I was like, yeah, it's, I, I was basically thinking like, it's hopeless for me because I know that I'm never going to be at a point where someone's just going to be like, I want to court her and marry her. Like, after, you know, not having had the time to acquire the taste for me. Oh, mm. I shouldn't have said that. That's so <laughs> gross. That's so gross. <laughs> I took Anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. What do you think about, what, uh, what, what do you think about courtship as an adult? Have you heard of the stay-at-home daughter movement? There's a... Oh, no. Not that. Do you know about that? It's kind of like that movie we watched, Princess Cut. It is like Princess Cut. That was a nightmare. (laughs) We never recorded that conversation, unfortunately. See, I... It was probably for the best, though. I think that there is something... Like, some people can stay at home with their parents. And it does not damage them in a way that it can damage other people. And let me discuss that way that it damages people. Okay. People, like, don't grow up. They're childish. They're always looking to their parents to make the decisions for them. They have no experience with being responsible for their own things. Yeah. You're too big to spank, so it's just like, you're being (laughs) a bad Christian now. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, like, I think that there comes a time when independence is important. And I think that a lot of stay-at-home daughters, and I know I've been in these shoes, speak of things that they know nothing of and give people advice on things they know nothing of and Mm -hmm. judge people on things they know nothing of. I don't think... I think it's very um, uh, suffocating. You can't grow under certain conditions of stay-at-home daughterhood. Yeah. And it's stupid. It seems a little cre- creepy to me. Yeah, it's I'm very creepy to me. I'm going to be a little rude here for a minute, but honestly, it seems kind of creepy. Like, what, you have to stay at home because, like, your dad owns you? That's, That's the other thing about courtship that I don't get is, like, oh, I have to I have to talk to your dad. Yeah, your dad. Okay, again, I get, everything. like, when you're a teenager, the parents should be involved, but, but like... As me, as, like, 22-year-old Maria, if someone was, like, wanting to date me and they talked to my dad first, I'd be like, no. <laughs> how about we never talk again? Like, I mean, if if we had an understanding at that point to a nonverbal degree, like, an understanding No, it'd have to be, of... it would have to, I don't even know, I don't, I don't think it, oh. I don't know, I just don't care that much, I guess, maybe I'm just a horrible person but I have a good relationship with my dad it's not because I like don't care that my dad I don't even know that they need to like 
It would just be weird. It, it's, I feel like it's even weird for guys to, like, ask their dads well, for permission. Well, it's taking the power out of your marry. hands and giving it to the dad. Yeah. So the oh, girl my has dad, no power. My dad would, of course, not put up with that. He'd be like, uh, you should probably talk to her yeah, about that. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. In general. Yeah, but it, it shows that they see it as, like. As men as be, being yeah. able to Oh, I have to talk situation. to the man yeah. who's in charge of her life Because the man is it. important. That seems important. a little creepy to me, and I don't like it. Yeah, so. maybe he'll put in a good word for me, eh? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't get that. I don't understand. Maybe I'm just dumb, but I know I am. I know I'm dumb, but I don't think I'm that dumb. I think a lot of people just like the traditional way of going about things, that it makes them feel good, like they're being good people, good Christians. It's just sad that they think that that's what is good and the only way that it can be good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think Christianity is, like, like, here are all these paths that people have built around Christianity, and I'm not sure any of them are, like, actually viable, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't... It's just all, we made it all, and it's a mess, and it's, like, what's yeah. real anymore, <laughs> and it's, like... What's actually from the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? What are we well, doing? And are we thing... being critical about this anymore? Yeah. No, I don't think we are. I think we're just going to church. We're not. We're not reading. We're not separating cultural from, from biblical anymore. Yeah, and like legally, women aren't property in this country. Yeah, anymore, this is so. a new covenant. This is a new law. Well, this is a I new mean, culture. even like after Jesus. Yeah, they still were, in a lot of places, not really considered like. But I'm saying things change. You know. Yeah, yeah. So it this can't is be like. The same. Yeah. Heck, people are no longer slaves. That's important. Well, unless you're buying from Forever 21. Then your clothes are probably People are not supposed to be slaves anymore by our standards. (laughs) Humanity has evolved. (laughs) Society has evolved. Or if you are in the prison system. Society (laughs) has still evolved. (laughs) Anyway, um, but yeah, the... I don't know, it's just interesting to me because I don't want to, like, be too hard on those people because but it's also like i don't know but people get judged you know for not courting people yeah it's like okay (laughs) yeah cool yeah i don't know i baba is dating do you know him i don't think he goes to church oh that's a problem i think that um a more influential i'll name two things that were more influential in my life than any of the purity culture stuff Mm. was uh passion and purity which technically might be part of purity culture but it's a pretty good book i think i don't know i don't i think if i read it now it wouldn't really do anything for me but at the time it was good because her whole thing is like oh we need to focus on god and god should be which is like now of course i know that but i think when you're a teenager i don't know it just really hit different yeah (laughs) you could say i was like oh yeah that's right i shouldn't just be focused on like if someone will ever like me or something like that yeah um so that's a really good message and then and josh harris references that in the book also so he read it that's good yeah i don't know um and then there was this blimey cow video (laughs) where they were you know blimey cow yeah of course literally just hearing someone say because what he said was 
if you need someone to be happy, you're never going to be happy. Yeah. And I was like, that blew my mind when I was like 15. I was like, dude, wow. And then from that point on, I was like, yeah, dating right now for me would be really dumb. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Those things were more influential on my philosophy than yeah. um, I Kissed Dating Goodbye or that modesty book by Dana Grush or whatever. But yeah. I don't know. Now, I mean, I don't really get dates. Like, on a philosophical level, I don't get them. What uh, is a unpack date? Unpack that. What is a date? Oh, we have to define it. Yeah, because, like... Well, I thought the people on the date usually defined it as a date, you know? It's up to individual... But who defines it? Do both people have to agree? Oh, yeah. I think they'd be like... But, but there's been times when, like, I've done something and I'm like, oh, no, I think that was a date. But but how, did you they can never get confirmation, date, you know? Well, how does someone... Do people actually do that? Be like, do you want to go on a date? Maybe that happens, but... I think people have to define it for it to be a date. What if the guy pays? It's definitely a date, then. You just... That's... Okay, you said that the people in it have to define it, and then you just gave a... Overarching yeah, rule that but applies. That's also, it's a general rule, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's not then, <laughs> but still, I don't. This like is what I'm saying on a philosophical level. I don't get get it. Yeah. Are you buying my time? Does it have to be a specifically like romantic time. activity? Yeah, I don't. What is for defined dating, as a specifically romantic? I think activity. going on a specific. What if you both go to a concert? Alone, together. Well, not alone. There's other people at the concert. Well, Duh, like, Lily. you know. Oh, my gosh. Get just it. two people. Yeah. That depends. Like, I don't, I don't think I would necessarily what if be one person date? says, do you want to, there's this free concert. I think it depends. Oh, free do concert. Do you want to go? Depends on the relationship, you know? Okay. This is what I'm saying. It's too hard. Yeah. I don't want to ever do it, so. Because if you're, like, chill with the person. But my biggest fear at that point would be. But what if you were chill with them, and they're they're not not chill with you? Well, that always happens to me, doesn't it? (laughs) I don't know. So I'd probably be like, "No, go away. (laughs) Leave me alone. I just want to be alone. (laughs) I want to go to the free concert by myself. Yeah, I'm gonna take a girlfriend. Oh, is it okay if my friend comes? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Then you know it's not. I guess. Yeah. I mean, there's things that I'm like. They'd be like, "Oh, I'll bring my friend too," and then you're like, "Okay." (laughs) I was really scared there. Well, I'll bring my friend, too. Huh? How about that? <laughs> you just, like, both keep Fine, bringing more and more friends. friends. <laughs> okay. Just, like, a whole group. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. We don't We're trying to be accountable. <laughs> You're like, darn it. Only two of you can go in. <laughs> it's the two. Oh, full circle on that fake wow, that scenario we just came yeah. up with. What if they're, like, what if they want to go to church with you? Or you to go to church with them? Okay. Okay, there was this stupid person oh, that I knew, really and I had shocking. already told them that I just wanted to be friends with them, and that yeah. I wasn't interested in them, and that they were too old for me. Is this the airplane guy? No. Okay. Oh my gosh. Maria, I've already told you, there's okay. been like four or five of these people, <laughs> and I'm sick of it. All these old men interested in Lily. You really need to tap into that, just be like a sugar baby. You don't have to do anything, Christian really. You just sugar talk baby. To, yeah, you just talk to them. Go to church with them. Oh. And they're like, here you go. Have a million bucks. I don't like wasting my time. Plus, that gives me way too much anxiety. Because I don't like the person. And I'm always like, fight or flight. Fight. Always well, yeah. Fight. I'm always like... <laughs> fight, flight, or freeze, actually. I mean... 
Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what happened? You wanted to go to ch- he wanted you to go to church with him? Well, I just could tell that he would like it if I went to church with you him. You could tell because he told you? Or? No, I was he we had I don't know. I don't know what was going on. That's what I'm Basically, saying. This is all too confusing and I think it should be canceled. I was maybe I was just interested in the church. I wanted to go to church and I didn't want to go to up uh the, per- the-, the place I was going <laughs> at the time because a lot of people were annoying me there. And so... It was me because I was there. She's talking about me. She's like, I didn't want to be around Maria anymore. No, definitely not. Wait, why didn't I? That would have been... That's stupid. Maybe I wasn't there. Maybe it was during the summer. Yeah, it was during the summer. Okay, so yeah. You probably weren't. Ah, you're saving grace. Anyway, so a lot of people were going there that I don't really want to do deal with and so i was like well hey can i go with you or whatever and he just got like all weird about it and then okay someone else from our group was going to the church and he had told me that she was going too and i was like oh yay we can all go together then and he was like yeah and then we just the two of us ended up driving there oh and i was like this is stupid why didn't she drive with us yeah it wasn't a date. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was like church. Yeah. And I was like... It was a coincidence. No, it was he, a coincidental. He made it a date. Why would he, he do? Made it Did a he hold date. your hand? No. Did but you touch your leg? But for him, it was a Did date. Did touch your leg? We, he just sat next okay. to me, and then the other girl was in a different pew, and I was like... I. That's not a date, though. You said it's only a date if they pay for your food. But no, you said it's only a date if both he, people agree, but you didn't agree. It was a date to him. That's what I'm trying to okay. say. It was a this date so to him. And, yeah. It was, like, weird. And then he thought we had a thing, and he accused me of being flirty with other people, which didn't even oh happen because I didn't talk to anyone else, basically. That's what I'm saying. We, I was trying I to think... escape him at the end of the exper- er, our knowing each other, and so yeah. I was talking to other people instead of him, and... Get this, all the other people were guys, because they were nice and they would talk to me. We should have a term for that. Call it a coincidate. A coincidate. People just think going to church together is a date. It's stupid. Yeah, I... I Shouldn't That was really weird. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's hard because, like... There's things that I think I wouldn't do this with my friends. I wouldn't go to church with someone on a date. That would not yeah, be a Yeah, like date a for church me. thing, that would be like your friends. Maybe if it's a guy and you're no, kind of interested in him, it might be a good way to like mm-hmm. feel them. Like if you're still friends, it might be a good way to fill them out and see if there's any potential there. Yeah. But it's not, I don't think that's a date. But there's also like, okay, so like what, I don't know, going to a fancy restaurant. That's a date activity. Yeah. But I've done that. I've dressed up and gone to a fancy restaurant with my friends. Mm-hmm. Or with, like, one friend. I've done that before. Like, of, who was a girl. Yeah. And it wasn't, like, a date. Or what's something else that's, like, a typical, like, romantic... Oh, typical... Date oh. that's not, like, leads to, you know, doing, <laughs> doing oh, it. Oh, I see how it is. Something that's just, like, a generic cute date. I mean, hay wagon, ice skating... Ice skating. I've gone ice skating with my friends i guess maybe not with just one well we've gone rollerblading a bunch yeah and that doesn't wow it was so romantic it led to sex is rollerblading romantic or ice skating which one is more romantic do you think (laughs) probably ice Ice skating skating. yeah because it's like cold yeah oh i'm gonna fall hold my hand hand. (laughs) yeah why aren't we holding hands 
hard to hold hands when you're rollerblading. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. It's you just can try it if you Your want. arms are moving differently, I think, than in ice skating. Yeah. you're pushing out. Yeah, anyway. I've seen couples holding hands while we're rollerblading. So ice skating. But they must be dedicated. Yeah. I, I don't think it's impossible. I just think it's more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's that romantic, though, because they're all sweaty. and they're yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're sweaty and, like, gross. You're really gross. Yeah. You're not, like, cute gross. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Me? No, me. Oh. I'm, like, pooping all over the place. <laughs> I can't live with myself. <laughs> okay, I haven't like gone one-on-one ice skating with just a, a friend. No, like a girl who's a oh. friend. I'm, um, what, what else? What's something? Uh, dancing? Yeah. I've done that, though, with a girl. Mm-hmm. Like, we were like, oh, it'd be fun to go swing dancing, and we just, the two of us went. But if you went with a guy, would that make it a date? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I don't understand. Well, wouldn't it? If or you both, like, swing... Like, I guess maybe... If you spent the majority of the time together, But what is a majority... Like, you have... This is what I'm saying. You half have to the be time. so... Two-thirds you know, of the time. Half is not majority. So, two-thirds. So, I have to be timing... How do I know this? Because I have to be, like, what, timing? How much time I mean, it also depends together? on eye contact and, like... This stuff, is too right? much. I can't. D- Depends we on the do prior need to kiss dating goodbye. <sighs> do we, Maria? Yes, unless you're explicitly clear, because I can't. I don't. I don't. There's know. no way I can ever deal with any of this because it's too. <laughs> it's too many things to consider. It's just stressing me. Out, a walk honestly. on the beach. I've done that with a friend. I did it with a camper who was homesick once, too. But guys that are really stupid. You do normal things, like, walk and talk with them, and they're just like, whoa. I don't think I've ever Some guys. experienced that. Okay, whatever. I don't know. It's like I said, I'm an acquired taste. You have to, like, know me for ten years, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think, like, all of my closest friends right now are, like, people who I've known for most of my life. That's the only way you can... Yeah, but we don't, like, we didn't actually have a relationship for a long time. Yeah, I know, but you acquired a taste for... I have to stop saying that. I hate that so much. (laughs) Anyway. I don't want um, anyone else but Maria. um, I have acquired the taste. So, my my, uh, takeaway from all this is that we do need to kiss dating goodbye because it's too confusing. Everyone should just be friends. If you're dating now, just get married. Everyone else, you just have to be friends. I'm sorry. I'm just stressed out. Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you stressed? Well, I mean, don't you need a date anyway? No, oh, okay, okay. On a serious note, I do think... You have to be like... It does serve... It does serve... It, 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 it does serve... I just it, 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 all over my hand. <laughs> Ew. That was the stupidest thing I've done in the past two minutes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? So now uh, it does serve a practical yes, purpose. What is it's important for people to express interest in each other in healthy ways, verbal ways, <laughs> just to confirm, you know, because before you speak something, it's not real. It's all in your head, you know? Yeah. And so I think dating speaking directly to the person not their father is a good if you're an adult we're talking about adults adulthood right now. yes yes if, if you're, you're a teenager, teenager get lost don't listen to this podcast honestly yeah it's just not appropriate it's not for, for you. you why are you even here yeah yeah
Uh, what? Why did you say that? <laughs> I have to bleep that out. <laughs> That's not appropriate. Okay. Let's go listen to Adventures in Odyssey or something. Yeah. No, we'd love to have you listen, but listen to your parents about also, that if you're a teenager. Yeah. Don't go out late at night with weird people that you met on the internet. <laughs> because you're Seems a homeschooler like a, a and don't know any boys. Well, I will say, I do... It's confusing, probably. I don't know if it's actually confusing, or I just think it's confusing because I don't really, you know, I don't engage in it dating. It shouldn't have to be. But honesty is always good. And I think, I do think, actually, with the whole book, there were some valid points that he made. Like, you do want to make sure when you're in a relationship that you're not just thinking of that person as yours, but respecting them as a person who might have a future that's different from yours. Yeah. Like, someone who might marry someone else, and you don't want to treat them in a way where their future spouse... I mean, you should just respect... Honestly, don't even don't think of it that way. People. You just need to respect people for being people. Yeah. And, like, respect their boundaries and have boundaries. I think that's... Boundaries are great. I, I'm a big fan of yeah. boundaries. I don't think a lot of people talk about boundaries, even in the courtship thing. Like, the family sets the boundaries. Set well, the boundaries. physical boundaries, they do. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But um, boundaries are are good, and uh, talk about them. Be clear. I don't know. What am I? Who who knows? Maybe this is all terrible advice because I'm very not experienced in this realm. I don't know. That's okay. I just. Uh, but yeah, I think overall, I hope that if you grew up in a culture where this was prevalent, you're fine. I just now. get simps. So. Oh. What's the credibility hey, it's here? September. So. It is. It is September. I feel better. So it's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, I, I just, hopefully if you grew up in this culture, you're not feeling super, I don't know, because I do feel, like, kind of bitter towards the book in a way. Yeah. But knowing, like, Josh, more of Josh Harris's story and just how young he was when he wrote the book and how things have turned out for him um, does really make me sad. more compassionate towards him. And I hope, yeah. you know, again, if you courted and you're married good for you yeah that's great it worked if Aha. but also if you were someone who was surrounded by friends who were courting and you were not one of those people there's not probably i don't think there's anything wrong with you i don't know you personally mm-hmm. but i'm gonna guess it's not something wrong with you you're not horribly ugly you're just an acquired taste like me so if that's you you feel free to slide into my dms on instagram mm-hmm or on Lily's Twitter. Or my Instagram. Or Lily's Instagram, also. Just to talk, not for anything else. Just for some good, consoling conversation. Like this one we had right now. I don't know. I, the, the whole process of researching this was actually really helpful for me. Because first I started by seeing other people who th- saw this as a negative thing. And I was like, mm. oh good, I'm not crazy. And then I saw the negative impacts it also had on Josh. Paris, so you know it's it's yeah. sad and i hope that he finds his way back to uh, wherever he needs or forward to wherever he needs to be yeah but yeah there's or nothing wrong with you if you uh probably i don't know there could actually i don't even know if i could say that i want to be like encouraging here but yeah but you can't I, I don't know it's not a warranty <laughs> you know yeah like and also 
being in a relationship is not the end-all be-all of you as a person. Yeah. And I think that a problem with purity culture is it talks about being in a relationship so much. It puts, like, marriage is the highest priority and ruining your marriage by Mm -hmm. going too far is, like, such a big sin. So in your mind, you're like, oh, then marriage must be the ultimate thing when, like, that's not even true. Yeah, but on the flip side, relationships are still, like, really really big in society you know yes well it's it comes well that's deal. the problem like, like the church i feel like talks about it just as much as culture does just in oh a, yeah a different way and both like, can be negative yeah and i think it is negative and i hope that we can move towards more like like i think it is good that the church wants to help people who are in relationships but for people who are like single or whatever mm-hmm. i think the church needs to do better yeah with like well they attract yeah a lot of people are just treated like Books we don't know what that to haven't do with been you. written yet. Yeah, yeah, you're just here. Yeah, welcome. Hopefully, you'll find, find your hard, spouse here. Yeah, it's hard to find community. I think for people, yeah. that's the thing I've heard from like single Christians yeah. is that it's hard to find once you're out of college too. Yeah, once you're not in college anymore, it, like, and you don't have a built-in group, it's hard to like make friends even at church. Probably church is the, one of the easiest places to make friends because you already have a lot of things in common. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to find a community that is, like, the same as, like, a, you know, like, moms have support groups. A lot of times, yeah. single support groups just seem like, like, I used to, not a single support single group, support like, group. a singles game night. This it is called like SOS. A, <laughs> the singles game nights I used to go to. Singles of support. Put on <laughs> by people at my church, my old church, kind of seemed like they were trying to pair people off. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I went once, and I was like, I'm yeah, I know. Done. I was like, this is... Well, I, I was I don't want to switch to another table no, again. I, it yeah. felt like speaking. I know, yeah. I just wanted to hang out with my friends. I was yeah. not thinking, like, oh, we have to, like... Okay, I don't want to do that. I just want to play games and eat salsa. All I know is I creamed everyone in that one game. Oh, yeah, the yeah. the die game. Yeah. That was pretty fun. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I just took like out three men. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. And, yeah, they're not, like... And you thought your manhood oh, was being tested tonight, I think the other problem tonight, is, huh? like, that people... Like, uh, those... That couple, they're so nice yeah. and wonderful, but they weren't... They're not single, and they're married, and they think marriage is the greatest thing, because, like, for them it is, but... Yeah. Well, it's, it's a ministry for them, too. They treat marriage like a ministry. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. Like, that's great, but... That's not the person that you want. Because then it just kind of yeah. seems like you're preaching about how great being married is all well, the time. Well, even their daughter is like, I'm good. I never yeah. want to get married. <laughs> yeah. Which is yeah. so funny because they're funny. like, okay, yeah. now everyone else's daughter's out there. We're going to we're gonna fix you up. Yeah. You got to be married. It's all right, you know. Married. It's all good. <laughs> um, which is so funny. I, yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's, it is, it's hard. It's a hard place to be in if you're like our age oh, like old their gen sons z. got married oh, that's funny. yeah all two of them old Still. gen z young millennials it's hard place to be in i think when you're in grew up in that culture and hopefully we're getting better i think it's getting better i don't really know i Again, don't know. slide into lily's dms on twitter if you know i haven't seen a know. whole lot of healthy ref- relationships honestly the research I've done about relationships have just been about abusive relationships. Well, that's probably uh, bias, like intake bias. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there definitely are. What about? Isn't that mine? 
<laughs> oh, you really just tricked me there. Ow. Oh. Ow. Maria's heart's just okay. been broken. Okay, need to wrap up because <laughs> we've been talking for a long, a long time. It's going to be good. I yeah, it is. This is good. Be. So what's the takeaway? What's the ultimate short, catchy takeaway we can post on our Twitter? Um, okay, don't don't date until you love yourself first. Yeah, that's good. Blimey Cow said it best, Yeah, truly. Um, I think that... And not in a weird way. I think my takeaway is that everyone should just be friends. Again, I'll restate that. I think everyone should be friends. If you're dating now, that's fine. Finish up. But from this day on, no one can start a new dating from relationship. This day. Maybe for... Well, we'll just do it for like a few years till everyone kind of gets everything figured out. Yeah. And then we can start again. Like I think our generation is too much to ask. Personally. Yeah. I think that... I think that we need more time to know ourselves. Yes. I would yeah. agree with that. Well, there's so much like... I think information overload is a big thing. Oh, yeah. I would agree. And there's... You're exposed to like so many different ways of being a person. You're like, oh, maybe this is... How, there's so many different things you can like yeah. explore now. So you and it's easy to cave into like, to not make it your own, you know? I think yeah. that you really need to, don't, you know, stop taking notes at rallies and just start. What? Like, you know, when you're going to a, a praise thing like you were talking about, oh. and they're talking about purity or relationships, yeah. you know, stop taking notes at those and just go home <laughs> and talk to yourself about what you actually want, you know? Yeah. You need to know what you want, why you want that, and what you've experienced so far that has brought you to this point in your life where you have branded your own idea of what things should look like. Because yeah. that's really important to know that. Know thyself. And then if you know that, you can correct that if you think it needs to be corrected. So I agree. It, yeah. I agree. It is definitely, it's a drafting process. Yes. Definitely important to know yourself and to know how to have good friendships before yeah. you start relationships I feel like I still have a lot of work to do so yeah I think that's such a big you know you have to have be able to have good friendships before you can maintain yeah well you would think that that's what I <laughs> that's my personal philosophy I don't know that everyone subscribes to that but I mean a lot of guys that I've talked with well a couple of them were like well I've never had a friend that's been a girl until like <gasps> oh no red flag yeah which is like oh okay that's interesting. So and maybe it's like, we're just friends. That's what so I would say. So guys like, don't know mm. a lot of, like, homeschool Christian guys that I've come in contact with, at least, have it's not like had. my tweet that I said. Yeah, you haven't had, like, Christian friends that are girls. You haven't had Christian girlfriends. It's all you're from. <laughs> yeah, make friends. Make friends yeah. with guys and girls. Yeah. Whatever. Talk to people without the intention of things what have oh, no expectations things. yes of course don't just yes. walk up to someone because that's they're what attractive. i'm saying we need to all just be friends for like three years yeah anyone who's single right now don't date for three more years don't just include anyone new either just like, be friends no i'm no. joking be friends make friends be a good friend and then in three mm -hmm. years you can see where you are but yeah yeah I mean, our brains don't stop developing until, like, 25 yeah, or 26, honestly, so it's like, well, about. I mean, should we even be making life decisions that serious? Yeah, and since we're not going to die at the age of 40, well... I mean, some people <laughs> could. Fingers crossed, but... Yeah. Um, since most if you really don't die feel like life 40. is slipping through your fingers, yeah. <laughs> you know, go for that shotgun yeah. wedding. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> you never know. Yep. All right, well, this was... This has been a good discussion. I think we really... Made a, I hope made people a can here. relate to this I because I really, can. I wonder 
how narrow my pers- yeah. our perspective <laughs> yeah, is sure. from like the pool that we have yeah. <laughs> you know um yes i have to bleep that you said that on this christian show it's important to talk about that <laughs> It's a real thing. Yes. No, I agree. I'm not talking about the biological. Well, (laughs) (laughs) if you want to join my blood pact to be single for three more years, Mm. uh, meet me at Tapawingo Park at 8 p.m. September 32nd. You'll see a huge bonfire in a weird looking tent. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to be taking a blood oath so you can't break it. If you do, bad stuff will happen. Because I'm a Satanist. I know how to do this stuff now. And I'm apparently a Darwinist, so we can work together <laughs> Yeah, we on got this. it. We'll, yeah. we're, that's how it works. The Satanists and the Darwinists just love each other. Yeah. Yeah, it's not compa- incompatible ideologies at all. Mm-mm. Yep. Um, so meet me there September 32nd, 8 p.m., Tapawingo Park. It's a very small park. It's, we'll meet under the pavilion where the LARPers like to go. Tapawingo. Um, bring, bring some disinfecting wipes, because I don't know that I'm going to have enough... Or bring your own knife so you can sleep. I don't want, you know, I don't want any, we gotta be safe with our blood packs. We can't have, like, those, you know, bloodborne pathogens being Yeah. We don't want anyone to get hepatitis no. B, so please be safe. Wear your mask. Bring your wear own, your mask, like, wear little your disposable cup thing. Yes, yeah. We'll have uh, biohazard bags available, so that's, that's, that's okay, yeah. yeah. But bring your mask, please, because we'll have to stand in a circle. So are we, we just gonna go. pour it all into a big cauldron or whatever? Yeah. And then, like, okay, I see yeah. how this we, like, dump it's, it's it in the river the line, eventually. You slit your hand and then you Okay. Drop it in, yeah. Yeah, because the Tippecanoe River needs more stuff in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Satanist Passover. Yeah. Yep. So I'll mm. see you there. Um, beware of coincidates. Until then, mm. stay safe. Yeah, you might just meet your wife there, your future oh. to be. No, we are not dating for three more years. Shh. That's, it's not, it's not a setup. In three years, you can get together. <laughs> <laughs> there be are positives. Friends. Just be friends. All right. Stay safe out there. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 My distance, but you still catch my